Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so I'm being very lazy. So don't get mad at me. Don't come at me for how bad this podcast episode is about to be. Because I'm warning you right now. This one's kind of lame. Welcome back to this. Do y'all hear how lame I sound when I be recording these intros and then pausing so then I can start the actual podcast episode so that way there's enough space for me to edit it later? I sound so goddamn lame. What the hell? Welcome back to the Distracted Please podcast. I am your host, Brianna Silva. And right now I am here by myself trying to look for the notes that I took down to try to figure out what I was going to talk about today. Wait, ah, oh, damn. I just opened up this text message with uh, someone. You know what? Everyone pause. Everyone pause right now. Hi. Welcome back to KISS 5475.374 and I am your host Billy Jean is not my lover kitty cat ears meow. and here at this radio station this is the radio station for lovers this is the radio station for us to get one on one might be for lovers it might be for haters it might be the friends to lovers trope nope enemies to lovers trope that's what that is right there here we accept all people we accept all cats we accept all dogs but we do not accept birds we do have a bird fee when you walk into our building there's nothing better than walking in with your cat walking in with your dog and having to turn the bird people away because some reason bird people always want to cause fights with us we are a radio station ma'am no i cannot let billy the parrot waltz in here and shit all over my microphones felly the cat yeah, she might sit here. She might stay a while. She might even in the background because it adds to the ambiance. And well, we just want to make sure everyone, except for birds, are always included here. Here at this station, we are the number one radio station for farmers, cows, and hillbillies for some reason. I don't know why. We're not even a country station. We're a jazz station. I don't really know how these people really got here you know um we, we really don't know our crowd and we're really working on reband on rebranding but uh kyle over there in branding he really just doesn't want to do his work he stopped showing up after his third baby mama filed for a divorce and shot him in the leg we really don't know more on this story we're really trying to get the tv update um but when i walked into kyle's hospital room to tell him i'm so sorry for your third baby mama doing this to you for the fifth time this month he screamed fuck you get the fuck out you'll never care about me all you care about is that stupid radio station and your followers 
while he proceeded to throw a box of tissues at me until we didn't stay long. Thank you for tuning in to Kiss FM 5394.7. Oh yeah, here it is. Um, <laughs> I almost want to leave the long ass pause in typing that I did just for me to say, oh yeah, here it is. So y'all can understand how long the pause was. Okay, guys, so basically, I had a really, really, really lazy day, okay? If you haven't figured it out yet, I'm trying to pot. I don't even want to say it on the internet because saying it on the internet doesn't hold me accountable because the only person that holds me accountable is myself. So anyways, I'm trying to podcast for 30 days straight. (laughs) Just because I just, for once, like, want to work hard for something that I care about and, like, really want to just test myself. And it's not even, like, working hard, But I've set the definition of success over my podcast being how many views I got. And it's really stressful to try to set your standard of success to something that you don't have control over. I don't have control over the views. If I had control over how many views my podcast gets, I would have 100 billion views every single podcast episode. No joke. But I don't. And I'm not buying followers, even though I have talked about buying followers and downloads and subscribers so many times. Y'all, it's not even funny how many times I've had the conversation with my friends. And I'm like, y'all, what if I just go over to the evil side? And they're just like, Brianna, you're better than this. And I'm like, but am I? I don't think I am, babes. I think it's given villain. And I think it's given a cheater who wants to climb her way to the top. And if there's a cheat code, babes, I'm gonna use the cheat code. Like, do y'all really think I'm that good of a person? And they would all just be like, no. But you're better than this and we'll all snitch on you. And I was like, you hoes, I'll just do it behind your back. And they were like, okay. And you act like we wouldn't put two and two together. And that's when I'll be like, you right, you right as hell. So I haven't bought followers yet. (laughs) But yeah. And so this year, um, my definition of success is now something that I can control. How many podcast episodes I can put up. And so I'm trying to put out one podcast a day for 30 days straight. And that's why I'm calling it Podmas. That's why I say Podmas has no rules. And yeah, right now it's 11.15 p.m. So um, when you're listening to this, just know that this was posted right after being recorded. And one thing that I really wanted to talk about, and I don't even know how deep I can get into here with. So basically, first and foremost, y'all the circle the circle. I have been living, laughing, loving the circle. I just feel like I need, my personality deserves to be displayed on some type of like reality TV game show. I used to think like, oh, I wanted a reality TV show. Like, you know, I wanted something keeping up with the Kardashians-esque, but then finding out how fake those like shows actually are, like how much editing they do to like do a story, how like how much they prepare, like if they're about to, you know, have a really deep conversation in a restaurant, the restaurant reservation was booked out two months in advance, scripts are planned, like reality TV is like scripted TV still, like there's nothing reality about it. And that would honestly fuck with my head because like knowing producers are like going behind the scenes to stir drama, to stir the pot, telling people to say certain things. And then like going back, watching a TV show, thinking, you know, I'm creating like a friendship and I'm just documenting my life and I'm here to show my personality and boom, boom, bam. Like it's a whole other 
story, you know? And they will say like, oh, well, we can't like make you like if you don't want it in the show, then like don't say it. But like the lens, finding out the lens that certain producers will go to to like just create a certain reality TV show. I'm like, I can't do that. I actually can't do that. And I don't want to do that. But doing it for a reality game show where I know like I'll have to be on for maybe a few months, you know, most and really getting to just play up my personality and being like the most extreme maybe even if they're like oh girl you can be the villain I can be the villain low-key because being bitchy is low-key kind of fun but you know like a cute like I want to be in the circle so badly I just think that is like an area <laughs> that just seems like uh the fuck I just got derailed um I just saw a really cute text message but like that is just an area in my life where I feel like I would thrive Ugh. someone called the circle headquarters and tell them Brianna is coming through but something that I wanted to talk about which is I it feels so irrelevant now I was literally wanted to talk about like oh the whole eating the rich and like gender hate and basically with the whole eating the rich it was because I was watching TikToks and I was like oh this would make a very good podcast topic but then I hate when I write down podcast topics and then I get to talk about it like I get on the mic to talk about it and like no no I couldn't care less anymore it was like oh it was really just an in the moment thing and now I don't care like with the whole eating the rich thing it was because I saw this uh TikTok that said and remember kids whenever we talk about eating the rich we are uh, that includes Taylor Swift because in reality she could pull a what's her name Dolly Parton who gives so much of her money to charity that she's not a billionaire yet or she's like that's why she's not as rich as she really should be while Taylor Swift is on her way to like billionaire status I don't know if that's true I didn't do any research I got my information from TikTok okay I didn't care to do the research and then like the caption was and this is coming from um, a very self-aware Swifty and I was like, yeah, like, I don't think people realize that. But then I like took a step back and I was like, well, it's because genuinely, you know, there's always going to be people on the extremes. And so social media is creating this culture of the extremes because, you know, if you're on an extreme, you're more likely to do something. If you like someone, you know, you're not going to buy their stuff. But if you love someone, you'll buy their stuff. And that's why I think we're seeing a lot more of like cult culture is almost is what I want to call it honestly where like literally like everyone has a cult following where like oh my gosh you extremely love someone or you extremely love this product you extremely love the flavor of this water you extremely love this like hairstyling technique like they're like people are lying on the extremes of things now like they extremely hate it or they extremely love it and we lost a lot of like the neutral ground but that's on purpose because we live in a capitalistic society here in america and that is how they sell things that is how people become rich is when you extremely extremely love something or hate something right okay cool 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 and so i was like this whole eating the rich thing it's not to actually say like people hate rich people there are the few who hate rich people, which is, again, back to what I was saying, like the few extreme outliers. But I feel like everyone else is just like in the neutral standpoint where I feel like it's like I don't actually hate you for being rich because you just have you just lived a life that allowed you to be rich. What I hate is the fact that your lifestyle low key came from luck, like no matter what it is. Of course, you were working hard. And then along the way of working hard, you stumbled across a sprinkle of some good luck, whether that was good timing, right person, right time. You just got like 
like it wasn't even a full pinch or sprinkle of good luck. It was literally like one dust particle of luck. And so, you know, like, and now like you're able to live this rich luxury lifestyle while there's other people out here who are struggling every single fucking day to make ends meet. And then you find out like, hey, that's the normal story for a lot of people like the normal story is a lot of people are struggling to make ends meet a lot of people are struggling to pay bills a lot of people are just struggling out here financially and then you go on social media and the thing that gets traction on social media um are like all these celebrities trying to push out this you know lifestyle and influencers pushing out these lifestyles because that's what gets views you know it might be their genuine life but like that like I always have to remind myself sometimes when I'm scrolling through social media, especially with celebrities and stuff. I'm like, it's not real. Like that is not real. Like it is not real for people. Damn. It's about to rain and pour in Houston right now. Like it is just not realistic, you know, like the influencer life, the celebrity life, although it feels like everyone's living that lifestyle, like it's not real. It's just not real. Like forget a highlight reel most people are not doing what some of these people are doing like down to oh I just bought like I just paid off my mom's house I gave her this stack of money to help her retire and I just bought her like a brand new Ferrari and I pay all my mom's bills now like while that is just like a very hopeful dream that it like I feel like a lot of people could aspire to you know like, that's not realistic. And it's actually really cool if you can even write your parents a $5,000 check one day and you're just like, here, here's $5,000, put it in your bank, Merry Christmas. Like that, I feel like that is more attainable than sitting here like, I'm trying to buy my mom a house. I'm trying to buy my, like, you don't get to say those things until you reach a certain level in life, you know? And so sometimes I really just have to take a step back and remind myself like, yo, this shit ain't real. Even like the nicest things like, oh, I changed someone's life. And I was able to take a homeless person off the streets with all these donations and GoFundMes. And like, now this person can really get back up off their feet after going through all this tragedy and blah, 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 blah. Like, that is not a normal story. That is not something that is the norm. That is an outlier story, which is why people love that shit and people watch that shit on social media. And so like... This whole eating the rich thing, while it might seem like a get rid of the rich, let's go to like this world, it's really just a movement of like literally people saying, I am so tired of struggling every single day because it is more common for someone to have to work two jobs just to be able to pay rent in a shitty ass apartment than it is for people to be out here just splurging on money and then showing it off on social media. Like it makes you feel so small. And so I was just sitting there and I was just like, oh, wow, like I'm pretty sure people are like very aware that when they're sitting there saying eat the rich, like that includes some of their favorite celebrities. But, you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of our favorite like idols and whatnot, like, yeah, they are capitalistic unless you're just an amazing person and you only want to watch poor people. Then I don't know what to tell you. Like, you're humble. Cool. But like, that ain't me, though. I love watching rich people do shit. I keep saying this shit. I love rich people. I don't know about you. I love me a rich person. I <laughs> are you kidding me? Someone who doesn't realize the extent of their wealth and how they go about life and navigate life, having all this money and then it's just their normal life to them. Oh, my God. I love watching that shit all day. 
that is my favorite reality TV show is interacting with rich people. I love the shit. I can't help it. Okay. I can't help myself. It's just like, babes, I'm gonna sit back and watch this because they don't even understand their privilege. Sometimes, sometimes they like, sometimes they do understand like, Oh, I have a lot of money, but they do not understand the extent to how much money they have. And that shit is just so entertaining. Sometimes the ignorance that leaves their mouth, I'm just like, damn. (laughs) And it's funny. So I sit back and enjoy the show. Um, the other thing that I had to talk about, and then I'm going to end this podcast episode because I have to edit and get it up because it's 1125 PM right now. But, um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was like, what's it called? I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. Um, the whole like gender, like hate movement is just cause I feel like it's okay. How do I explain this? I just don't feel like I'm the person who has the right words to explain it. But like, why am I saying my little two piece on it? I don't know, because I just bought a bunch of equipment off of Amazon and I have a podcast now and I'd like put my opinions out on the Internet. Do I necessarily need my opinions to be heard? No, because I'm a nobody and like my opinions don't matter. Right. Like very self-aware, but I'm gonna share it anyways because it's my podcast and I just kind of feel like it's cool. But I just feel like there's just like especially with dating. Right we can all agree like the dating scene has been horrifically trash and I feel like like modern day dating I don't it's not that I think like previous generations had a better time with dating because you know there there was the time of like talk toxic masculinity that we're still very much living through of men being like I own you and I'm marrying you and you have to like be the woman who cooks and cleans for me and like I don't really respect you all that much but like you need me and that's why I love you because you need me you can't go anywhere right but now in this day and age we have like a more you know it's easier for a woman to be on equal footing and be like well I can choose if I want to be a housewife and just cook and clean for you or if I want to go be a CEO and we're going to hire a nanny to look after our kids in fact let's just pay a service it because I'm just not going to stay at home and do shit right you know a woman a woman can choose what life she wants and it's just like my head's itchy it's just like I feel like the dating scene nowadays has been very much like nonchalant I don't give a fuck about you and that is so annoying to deal with And it's honestly really annoying to just like, you have to play it. You have to play the game, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. And I'm just like, at a certain point, I was like, bro, my little five, five ass is not about to revolutionize, revolutionize the way men look at dating. And so like all these men have just been very nonchalant towards women because I don't know, it's hard for me to see it from the male's perspective. I can kind of see how like, it's kind of scary as a man because you're just like, oh, I don't want, you know, to make a woman feel uncomfortable. I really want to make sure a woman understands her value. And so, you know, they don't want to make any bold moves or whatnot because they just really want to respect a woman. Well, a good man wants to respect a woman's place and her place in the world as a woman and how, you know, all the stuff that women have to go through that a man never has to, that a man will never have to experience. Um, But at the same time, you know, you're still trying to stand up for yourself as a man and what your needs are and what you want and make sure there's still space. And sometimes like as a woman, because we know how horrible men are, we're just kind of like, uh, fuck him, like right off the bat, just like, nope, we, we like, you need to meet these standards before I even go on a date with you. And I just feel like a lot of the dating vice in this modern day and age has just been like, 
do these people like check off a checklist well maybe the problem's you and you need to heal which is very very true sometimes the problem is you and you need to heal but also like why are you dating like this and then like this and then like this and then it almost feels like dating is a science experiment and I say this because I've been single for a very long time and when I really really started to just like feel more secure it's not I'm not even going to sit here and say like my dating life got better because it didn't I was still going through trash ass people right but when I felt better about my dating life is when I stopped trying to care about following a goddamn checklist do you check off this did it I literally was just like how do you make me feel how do you make me feel do I like the way you're treating me okay if I don't like the way you're treating me then what is it okay it's a b c d I don't like that. I don't fuck with that. These are deal breakers with me. I'm walking away. And when it was just more genuine, instead of being like, let me write down this list of all my deal breakers. And every time I'm going to refer to this list, like, no, because in reality, my actual throughout true authentic deal breakers, I already know that shit in my heart. I don't need to write it down as a list. I don't have to come up with the words with it. I just know it. And I can follow my gut feeling being like, no, that's a deal breaker. I'm not even going to think twice about it right and so I'm just really hating the like the modern dating advice of how it just feels so robotic and then because of that people are very just like closed off don't want to open up it's just it's just kind of like that's just kind of what it is in modern day and that's not saying like oh people in the past had dating so much easier no that shit was trash too and I don't even want to go back there and try to figure out the dating scene back then like they used to say I want to go steady with you and that was their way of saying like I want to be in a relationship with you they're just like you know Rachel I just I just really feel like right now would be a good time for you to go steady with me and then she'd be like oh my god oh my god billy bob oh my god like we're going steady and he'd be like yeah we're going steady right now and like that was it like that's how they fucking made a relationship official you think i want to go back to that shit no do i look like the whispers to you hell no so no <laughs> i would prefer modern day dating but like you know that's just kind of all the modern day I've just been experiencing it. And I feel like it's just really led to this whole gender hate because women are getting one is getting like one set of advice and rules. Men's getting another, like men are getting a different set of advice and rules, you know, for women. It's like, make sure he pays on the first date. Like make sure he says all the right things to you. Make sure he doesn't, you know, creep you out. If he feels like a predator run, which yes, if he feels like a predator run, (laughs) like, you know, just, oh, no, you're worth queen. And then sometimes it's just like, girl, like, what, like, why are you <laughs> like, like, I don't, like, sometimes it just gets so outrageous. And then for like, I can see why men make fun of girls sometimes. Cause like, for real, when you're on the other spectrum, like other side, right. And you're really thinking about it and you're just like, and you're sh- like, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it. I'm just rambling now. I'm really just rambling. I just think it's funny because like for real being on the other side and like thinking thinking about dating like women women we we friggin know right we friggin know like oh taking a girl on a date like hell nah like that shit is so insane like they want you to pay they want you to hold the door open they want you to just like you know it's 
like it's almost past chivalry chivalry it literally is like oh my gosh i literally need to be like a fucking superhero right now like that shit is insane and like taking a girl out on a date is hard but like we, then we expect men to do it and i'm sorry i think a little low of men we think those stupid creatures are finna do it bitch bitch and so i just ugh. but i don't think it's like this generation's fault and like we really do hate the opposite genders I just think you know right now we're in a day and age of just like extreme and so you either really love the other gender to the point where you're naive and being played or you really hate the other gender to the point where you're just like not opening up and not realizing that you have not left any room for anyone to come in and then you're sitting here going I don't understand why I'm not finding love and it's like be so for real so there's any advice for that I can give to someone out there who's just like, I don't get it. Like I'm out there trying to put myself out there and no one's just like, you know, falling into my lap. Like when Ariana Grande said, I thought you were into my life. Well, look at my mind. That shit's not happening for me. Honestly, it's not going to fix your dating life. Okay. You're still going to date assholes. People are still going to be horrible and you're still going to be so viciously confused about the dating scene. But when you stop trying to do it like a checklist and really just being like, do I vibe with you? Okay, cool. I'm going to go on this date. And you really just listen to your heart and just like, if you feel some type of way about someone, say it, whether that means like, I'm not feeling you. So I'm going to tell you, you know, I'm not really feeling this and then ghosting them or, (laughs) well, it's not ghosting them. If you let them know, like, I'm not really feeling you. And then you just stop responding to them. Or if you're like, hey, I really like you and I really hope that this continues. And, you know, you just watch their reaction. So open communication and just like literally going with your gut you're like, you're going to feel better about your dating life. Your dating life won't improve at all. Not at all. The same assholes will still be here, but you're going to feel a lot better and you won't be feeling like left in the dust and feeling like so left out of like, how comes I'm trying all these different dating rules and I've taken every advice from everyone and nothing's working. It's like, cause okay, that shit doesn't work. <laughs> like it's all about right place, right time. It's another game of luck. I really got to get this mole checked out on my body. My dermatologist already said it could be skin cancer and it's slowly getting bigger, but we're not going to talk about that. I'll see y'all in tomorrow's podcast episode. Bye. Oh yeah. And we're going to end this with the T rich song. So everyone say thank you, Tyler on the count of three. Ready? After three, one, two, three. Thank you, Tyler. All right. Bye. Here's a T rich song as the ending, because I don't feel like editing outro music. Why? I don't know. This is more fun.
What's up?